0: Ladies and gentlemen, please return your seats and trables to their full upright positions and extinguish all smoking material as we are about to land in the red
1: zone. Ah, no survivors! That is except for the lucky listeners of this episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Reflux capacitor. Fluxing. Crew. stations, Scanning for. Space camp. 1986. Prepare to rewind in 3, 2, 1. Welcome to the Retro Rewind Podcast, where we take a fresh look at movies and video games from 15 or more years ago. You can find this episode at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 109, that's 109, uh, where there are links to contact us, follow us on social media, vote on the movies we cover, and there's also a Patreon link if you would like to be one of our awesome patrons, helping fund the show alongside Brian Keating, Deborah Powers, Jared Holzhauer, Chris Cowan, Patrick Hicks, Michael Kelso, Diego Avila, The Feel and Film Podcast. And a secret patron as well. Thank you all so much for supporting the show. It, it's so great to know that you love this show so much that you want to give to it. So that's so awesome. And uh, just a couple more shows that are supported or sponsored by uh, Katek Ruiz. And this time he made sure we had plenty of uh, rocket fuel for the space shuttle. So and for, oxygen uh, tanks. And yes, that would be helpful. Oxygen <laughs> tanks. Uh, my name uh, is Francisco Ruiz. I'm a dad designer. And here's my very own trivial question. Uh, yes, we had a couple submitted this time, uh, but patron Deb Powers won the coin toss. So here is her question. And if you would like to submit questions for me, Francisco, to answer, uh, be one of our patrons uh, and you can do that. Anyway, here's Deb's question. Uh, parts of a space camp were filmed on location at the U.S. Space and Rocket Center in Huntsville, Alabama. Though there is an affiliation with NASA, the center itself is not a NASA-run museum. Francisco, have you ever visited NASA or some other space, real-life space facility? Um, great question, Deb. Uh, being, being an Air Force brat, I did have uh, some run-ins with NASA areas, but I guess I was never in Florida. But I suppose the, the closest I ever got to a NASA place was uh, we visited Edwards Air Force Base. Uh, One time when I was small, we were just driving around uh, that part of the country. And so we got to see like an airplane graveyard, I think, is out there. And also the place where the space shell lands, if it can't land over in or used to land, if it can't land, couldn't land over in Florida. So that was cool. Uh, We didn't get to see a space shell land or anything. That would have been really awesome. Uh, But yeah, so there's the answer to that question. Thank you for submitting that, Deb. And I predicted that Space Camp would be a a tragic movie. Oh. (laughs) And I'm joined, as always, by my good friend and Paul. And uh, let's see, if I'm the mission commander, I guess he's the pilot. Um, Mm. Paul, the master. Sorry, Alice. Move aside. (laughs) Hey, Paul. Hey. Uh, Paul, my trivial question for you is this This is Joaquin Phoenix's feature film debut. He played Max, the kid. Uh, yes. He is credited as Leaf Phoenix. Yes. Paul, if you could change your first name to any elemental or nature oh, moniker, wow. what would it be and why?
0: River. No, I, that was already <laughs> taken by his brother. Well, um, I guess you could take it. That's a fun question. I'm um, expecting a fun answer. I am too. I guess bazooka <laughs> wouldn't be of nature, no, would it? Not so much. <laughs> but bazooka powers would be funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Can't argue with that.
0: <laughs> um I don't know. I'll go with that. Uh I'll think about it. Volcano powers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's too good not to think about. Like, okay, you think uh, you think yeah. about
1: it? Well, I introduce our guest, uh, guest hosting with us this time is a film director and producer who was also born in Austria, so he's probably related to Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm sure that's the case.
2: Right. Um,
1: <laughs> Everybody is. <laughs> 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 we would like to say a special welcome to Marcus Lineker. Welcome to the show, Marcus. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. This is, this is great. This is exciting. Oh, absolutely. We're so happy to have you. Uh, I have a few more questions for you. First, I, we, I mentioned that you're a film director producer. Uh, would you like to share a little bit
2: more about how you got into the film industry and anything else you do? Sure. Sure. Uh, <clears throat> I'm, um, I got into the industry actually as a kid, like every, probably like 90% in Hollywood. I had a super eight camera and oh, nice. played around with it. I <laughs> made a bunch of movies. Um, and, um, After high school, I went actually to film school. Okay. And um, got into film production. um, Worked after film school, worked a little bit in the film industry. um, And then I needed to get a real job. (laughs) (laughs) So I went out and um, I went into the medical fields and um, worked as an EMT. Oh, wow. And, um, but that really got on my back. So I got you know, when you get older, your back hurts. Mm-hmm. And um, then I wanted to go to medical school oh, wow. and I was getting ready, did all the classes. And um, for some reason I got back into film, film classes, film history classes. And um, I took one, I took two, I took five. <laughs> and suddenly the medical classes were a little bit off and I did more film classes. So my wife said on some point, it's like, so you, you got to decide now what you want to do. Do mm. you want to go in the medical field or back into the film world? And I'm like, hmm, yeah, if I really want to do it, I want to go back into the film world. So nice. so and don't have uh, $250,000 on student loans. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I went back into the film world and uh, started more producing uh, a little bit directing, but mostly producing and uh, got more and more work. And yeah, and that's what I'm doing now, producing oh movies.
1: <laughs> very, very cool. Um, my second question for you, Marcus, is what is your favorite movie genre?
2: My, it's drama, actually. I oh, love okay. drama. Oh, I'm nice. a big drama fan. So <laughs> Very cool.
1: Uh, and finally, your trivial question is this. Uh, according to Leah Thompson who played Catherine in space camp because of the numerous delays in filming, the cast and crew jokingly wore t-shirts saying space cramp. (laughs) (laughs) Marcus having worked on some films, what was an interesting way you or someone you saw raised the crew's morale during filming?
2: Oh my gosh. Um, you know what the best thing is, um, Hmm to raise their morale is to go to starbucks bring big <laughs> big uh bags of coffee and lattes and uh-huh. frappuccinos and then everybody works like crazy <laughs> <laughs> the caffeine yeah. and the good taste <laughs> yeah. it's
1: a real morale booster yeah <laughs> <laughs> well it's a booster very cool very cool um and i unfortunately neglected to ask for both Paul's prediction and your prediction, Marcus. Uh, so, first, Paul, what was your prediction for Space Camp? I predicted Space Camp would be classic. Okay, classic. And how about you, Marcus? What did you predict it would be? I would predict this nos- nostalgic. Nostalgic. All right. So, we're each in our own camps. Let's see if those uh, hold up. Uh, Paul, will you please enter the course for Alice for this episode?
0: sure alice let's have a round table discussion on space camp of what we liked including what we liked most and what we didn't like about the movie, including what we didn't like most and f- also come back for a final rating and
1: some feedback and announcements awesome so alice whenever uh you find you know daedalus or this this movie whatever uh let us know alert, alert! Approaching target. Spoilers are coming. Establishing analysis
2: vector. They, they came to space camp with a dream. In
1: space, anything is possible.
2: But something unexpected.
1: Go for launch, now!
2: Launch them into space. <coughs> now. Oh, well, no, wait a minute. We don't have a minute, what's wrong? This summer's greatest adventure gotta go now is about to begin. Come on, you can
1: do it. Space Camp, rated PG, now playing at a theater near you. If it was this summer's greatest adventure, we have gotta remember something about it. Here's our memory mind melt synopsis of Space Camp. Kids win a trip to space camp where Indiana Jones' girlfriend from Doom and Steven Spielberg's wife, Kate Capshaw, a.k.a. Andy, leads a team of young astronaut wannabes from a space camp to test the startup sequence in a real space shuttle. There's a parking lot scene with with conflict between Kevin, Tate Donovan, and Andy's husband, Tom Skerritt, a.k.a. Viper, (laughs) that stands out because it reflects a touch of the rebellious nature we all have as teenagers. Uh, this young team including, includes Mario McFly's mom and a very young Joaquin Phoenix, uh, who is the youngest and a know-it-all who built a robot droid friend, Max, because no one else likes him. Max and his robot get bullied by the teenagers, and Kevin steps in to help him. I love that scene because we see the real heart of Kevin. He really cares about others and is not the selfish cool guy he tries to reflect Max Max gives Joaquin his dream of going into space by hacking the space shuttle and overigniting one of the boosters. This pushes Viper to ignite the other booster, sending the young team with Andy and Max from space camp into space. Andy is injured in the process of trying to retrieve some more oxygen. Then uh when they run out of air, so it's up to the young astronauts to land safely in White Sands, New Mexico. Leah Thompson's character has to balance out the shuttle when they reach the atmosphere. This reflects the coming of age process where many teenagers feel like they that everything is out of control and the drive to overcome. And they make it back just fine. So All right. I think maybe the memories coming from you guys were on par, but I know for me, my, some of mine were not. Hence, this. <laughs> yeah, I was intercepted a bit there. <laughs> but, uh, Paul, will you please give us the technicals for this movie?
0: Oh, yeah. Let's see Space Camp, the movie. <laughs> It's rated (laughs) PG. That's not the title of the movie. I suppose it's a TV show, I guess. Well, I was thinking an actual space camp where people can go. (laughs) It's rated PG and runs an hour and 47 minutes long. It was released in theaters on June 6th of 1986. It was directed by Harry Winter, and it stars Kate Capshaw, Leah Thompson, uh, Kelly Preston, Joaquin Phoenix, uh, Tom Skerritt, terry Quinn, and even um, Jinx, uh, I don't know. Who yes, talking. it's is Jinx. It's who oh. does the voice of Jinx, like the the voice actor who's in all the the movies as Paul voice actor. Rubens? No, the other it's uh what
1: walk walking walking phoenix yeah no, um no. while you're thinking of that uh leah oh thompson gosh. has been in a few past episodes of ours uh, namely the back to the future episodes which you can go back and listen to at uh retro rewind podcast.com slash 70 yeah 70 for the first back to the future slash 74 for back to the future 2 and slash 77 for back to the future 3 Frank Welker was the voice. Frank Welker, okay.
0: Oh, do you know who did the music?
1: John Williams, who has yes. also, also done the music, <laughs> uh, at least the theme for Superman, which we covered Superman 3 back in our first episode. He also did the theme for, as I run through this, I'm sure lots of other movies. e t, e. t. s yes, which was Slash 69. Home Alone. Which was Slash Seventy-something, maybe. (laughs) Where are you, you? Home Alone? He's done a lot. He's done a lot. Star Wars trilogy, 79. Uh, 77. No, it was episode 79. Episode 79. I thought you were
0: talking about the year. Sorry. And
1: Home Alone was episode 71. Um, Yeah, so he's done a lot. Anyway, go, go on.
0: Oh, so the budget of this film... Was about twenty million dollars and went on to gross only ten million dollars in the box office. Ooh.
1: Yeah, I I actually read that that is pro- had a lot to do with Challenger, I believe. Yeah, uh, yeah. What a downer, Paul. Geez, why you got leave us going like that? But well, was-
0: it was it was released like less than five months after the Challenger exploded, okay. so it was still in a lot
1: of people's minds. Yeah. Um but uh what what things were positive about this movie that were on our minds? Uh let's talk about the things you liked and let's start with Marcus. What's one thing you liked about Space Camp?
2: Um Space Camp is kind of like a um uh, it's kind of like the movie that that it's not like Star Wars or like that big,
1: mm-hmm.
2: but it has this fun Fun thinking of like this character. It came out in 1986, and I was about the teenager in '86. Okay. And the fun part was I wanted to be an astronaut. Oh, and nice. I was like, oh, I, I want to be an astronaut and I want to go to space. And um, and so the best thing that I loved was in the beginning when Kevin shows up uh-huh. and he's this quirky guy. You know, hey, I am the, the cool guy. Yeah. And uh, he comes there. And, and he meets Andy's husband. Mm-hmm. And he puts him right into place. <laughs> so <laughs> that was, that. that's just a great opening for a film. And it makes it totally interesting and fun to watch. So.
1: Oh, nice. So, was... um, Paul, did you relate to the Kevin character at all or like him?
0: Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But I'll tell you what I did like is the opening uh, titles at, uh, of this movie the font style and Uh the coloring of it it was like shaded and almost three-dimensional quality it looked really polished and really well done so i enjoyed it was like oh this movie they're actually paying attention it's not just like white text on a black screen or something you know with a little bit of music like Mm -hmm. and it's and it's not it's not animated but it looks cool you know Mm -hmm. so I liked that style. Okay. It's like, all right, this is getting me ready for a fun movie, hopefully. <laughs>
2: okay.
1: <laughs> um, all right. Uh, something I liked was so th- this is kind of most, this started off as a like, but then didn't oh, end no. as a like. So I'll just leave the. the <laughs> so this is part one of this. this is part one. <laughs> okay. Um, when Andy's uh, out trying to get the oxygen and she just can't get it and. Max decides, you know what, I'm going to be the one to go out because I'm he's small, small and I can do yeah. it. And he's like, I'm ready. And I, I really like that he sort of stepped up in that aspect and was yeah. willing to do it. And I, I thought that was really admirable. Um, yeah. So I, I like that part of it. That's cool. Yeah. I think it's cool too.
2: Uh, let's go back to you, Marcus. <laughs> What's something else you liked? Um, The change of Kevin. Like the change when he he's the jerk and suddenly max is in trouble because you know all these oh, other sure. kids find his robot in his uh, closet and mm-hmm. wanted to play with this robot and break the robot and kevin steps up you know mm-hmm. and uh he steps up for the little guy which you like you already mentioned you see his heart you know yeah that's, that's- true that's kind of like an amazing scene in the movie. It's, mm-hmm. it's this change of character in that moment. So I really like that. That was, that was fun to watch.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you, well, I'm curious, do you suppose it was an actual change in his character or it was a change in his facade? Like he's just been giving off this impression. Like he's super cool, but really he's, he's a good kid at heart. His facade is melting.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <He> is, <laughs> um, I think a little bit, maybe a little bit of both, you know? I mean, I think he he learned in that moment that it's much more than himself, you know? It's much more than being cool or being being the dog or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's much, there's this little guy and I got to protect this little guy. I think that... I think it was both a little bit. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah.
0: I think I think it wasn't the melting of facade. I think it was a change in character because at the beginning, like when he was parking the car, he didn't care about anybody there. Mm-hmm. It, or but this scene, he he actually cared. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, now I he's starting to care more about the, the his team and the mm-hmm. people
1: in it. So. Right, right. Yeah, and I, I also appreciate that he wasn't doing it just because like Catherine was there, Leah Thompson's character was there to look on. He did it because it was like the right thing to do. So, yeah, that's a mm-hmm. that's something I, I completely went by me, Marcus. So, thank you for bringing that up. Um, Paul, let's go back to you. What's something else you liked? I
0: loved the intro of Kevin's character. You have, he's driving into the. the but you, just,
1: you said before you don't like Kevin.
0: Uh, no, but I loved the intro <laughs> of his character right. with the loud music and the Jeep. <laughs> And the '80s music and the '80s clothes. And this lets you. This little montage of the people gathering around. This lets you know that this is an '80s movie. Yes, this is a period piece. Even though it was made in the '80s, it's like a, a time travel time to capsule. go back. Yeah, to go back and see. Like this is like the epicness of '80s right here.
1: <laughs> I'm curious, uh, Marcus. Since you grew up, you were a teenager in the '80s. Did did this
2: did this take you back to the 80s at all? Watching this video? oh movie? totally, totally! Like the hair, the style, the clothing, <laughs> yeah, even awesome. the talk and the walk. It's oh kinda really? Like, oh, wow. It's kind of like 80s, you know? Yeah. So we actually looked like that, really. So, oh. <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing in the at the same time. Fun. Sure. I mean, it's you know, bringing you back, but it's also embarrassing.
1: Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> nice. Uh, let's see. Uh, something else that I liked. Uh, much very different uh, from just the 80s look, was the whole uh, conceit that these kids get into space, I thought it was, I really liked that things kept going wrong for them.
2: Uh, mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. it
1: made a lot of sense. It made the movie feel real because I, yeah. I feel like it'd be way too campy. uh uh-uh, see, space camp. Get <laughs> 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 if they got up there and they're just like, Oh, we got this. We know what to do. We're totally great. No no problem, uh, ground control. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's, I mean, they, they were somewhat they're freaking somewhat out out there. They're, they're, <laughs> they're freaking out some. Um, and even though, even when they overcame some of that, stuff kept going wrong, which yeah. I thought was very, uh, yeah, of course a lot of stuff's going to go wrong. You have, you're going to space way too soon. Uh, so I appreciate that level of realism. Yeah, cool. Um, let's see. Um Marcus,
2: was there anything else you liked? Yeah, um actually the character of Trish when um, yes. She was kind of cool because yeah. she was like this totally we like cheerleader kind of style, you know, not fitting into this whole system looking yeah. girl. And uh, she was the smartest one in the room. Yeah, <laughs> That's right. Because she has like this photographic memory or uh-huh, like that. Uh-huh. I I kind of like. I really thought this character was perfectly placed in the whole in the whole movie because it just created a stereotype and took right when she said, uh, "I have a eight hundred on the SAT." Yeah. it just took every stereotype out in that moment. So that was <laughs> that was that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: you know that was unique. You don't you certainly don't expect that from. From that type of character, you you're right yeah. that you totally stereotype her, and then all of a sudden, what you're like super smart and <laughs> know all this stuff that's amazing, yeah, um, it's fun. well, very cool uh, I think with that uh we'll go ahead and get into our classic makers, the things we uh loved most about space camp, and let's start with let's start with Paul this time what's the thing you love most or I, I think I'm getting a sense. Hold on, hold on. I think Jinx is talking to me. <laughs> and he's te- telling me through his robotic or tele- telepathy. We'll talk about that in the next section. But I think he's telling me that you might have two classic makers, Paul. Is that? Right? I wonder
0: how. I don't think uh, Jinx told you that. I think oh. I did off camera. <laughs> but nice try. Run
1: the illusion, Paul. Yeah, that's what
0: I do. It's all behind the scenes stuff. We're we're real here. Actually, yeah, I have two because I cannot sep- I can't figure out what I like the most. Okay, uh, uh, and so there are two things that I that are tied. One is, I love Max and Jinx's relationship. Mm-hmm. just the kind of bond that they have. I know it's like Jinx is isn't a real person, but the, they look out for each other, and it's really cool to see how they do that and how they show that. So I love their relationship. Second, is I love all the Star Wars references that max plays throughout the entire movie
1: uh, I just yeah, love okay. it I'm glad you love it that's great <laughs> oh it's fun it's awesome
2: uh, I'm curious Marcus did you did you like the Star Wars references oh I love the Star Wars reference oh, I mean okay. I'm, we- I'm wearing Star Wars shirt um we are big Star Wars fans uh in my house so oh, I nice. have uh, two boys and they're crazy about star wars Sweet. <laughs> so. that's awesome
0: yeah we like star wars in our house too francisco hey, like, it sounds like, you, like oh star no wars that doesn't it doesn't sound like you do
1: <laughs> so you'll have to talk about that later yes i will talk about that later uh <laughs> let's see um marcus what's the thing you liked most or loved most about uh space camp
2: space camp um you know what it was because, like I said, uh, I grew up in the 80s and uh, all this teenage problems really from growing up or even the teenage problems from growing up uh, uh, when a teenager grows up today is really reflected in Space Camp. Um, and there's one scene that I really, really like is when Catherine sits on the simulator, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. she can't get it going. Yeah. It's like thing is spinning out of control. Mm -hmm. And then later when uh, they have to get into the atmosphere and um, Catherine has to level out the shuttle, uh, she has to make this decision. Am I doing, am I giving up or not? Mm -hmm. And and I think that really reflects uh, a lot of the growing up from a teenager into an adulthood, uh, the spinning out of control and then Hmm. getting... Back into the normal, you know, in, into normal adulthood, and somehow normal, <laughs> normal yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I think that was really, really the best part in the movie. is It's kind of like this, this, uh, this comparison to to coming coming to age, you know. So kind uh-huh. of
1: like that. Yeah, you know, I didn't sort of, I didn't, it didn't dawn on me that they had that arc of being incapable and trying to work out through the chaos. And then by the end, sort of, mm. even though things were still hard, they were able to overcome. And I think most of the characters had an arc like that, which yeah, yeah that 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 is definitely engaging uh, storytelling. Yeah. So yeah, that was a really interesting classic Point. maker, Marcus. I would <laughs> I wouldn't have thought about that. I think some other things kind of clouded this movie maybe. Um, and it made it hard for me to see that. Uh, but one thing that I I really appreciate, do, uh, in fact, the thing I love most about this movie was Leah Thompson felt like such a genuine character, and as she portrayed Catherine, um, I, I and I loved. She had this one quote when she's talking to Kevin. They're like uh, they went to the not the tarmac, but they went to go look at the space shuttle from the secret place. Like they went off against curfew, yeah, and she says. It's easier to say you don't care than it is to try and fail. And I thought that was, that was a really good nugget of wisdom. I think, I think it's important to remember that, um, especially if you're, if you're prone to giving up on things, uh, that it's, it is easier to not care um, or to let yourself essentially not hope for anything because mm-hmm. you don't want to experience failure, but you're never going to grow that way. I think is the implication. Mm-hmm. So I, I really like that. Mm-hmm. Um, now, before I get to the things that I didn't really like, <laughs> the Francisco show <laughs> in five, guys. <laughs> um, because, yeah. Uh, we Before we get to the things we didn't like about this movie, we go out to social media and uh, ask all you guys, all our listeners, hey, what do you remember about this movie? Do you think it holds up? Here's what some of you had to say. Shannon Farrell said... I absolutely love this movie. Or love that movie, excuse me. Thank you, Shannon. <laughs> Becky Williams says, Oh my goodness, I need this movie. One of my childhood favorites. <laughs> Thank you, Becky. Uh Tristan Eidson? Eidson?
0: I forget. No, oh, actually I don't know. She I knew her, I met her before she got married. I don't Now that's her new married <laughs> oh. name, and I don't know how to
1: pronounce her new married name. Tristan new married name? Uh, <laughs> love this movie. <laughs> So thank you, Tristan. Uh, Josh Powers says, I really need to know if this is worth revisiting. I was so intrigued by it as a kid, but could not see myself spending the two hours on revisiting something like this that very well may not have stood the test of time. Nor watching now with an adult nor watching now with adult eyes. So tune in, Josh, and we'll let you know. But thank you for the feedback. Uh, Josh Berkey says, need to see. Ha. Huh. <laughs> Thanks, Josh. Uh, Patrick Hicks. Says my favorite mov- memory was the scene in the simulator. My brother and I would crack up laughing when Hideo Takamini, Ta- I think, <laughs> pronounced Kevin Donaldson, yeah, uh, and would say, "We're about to land in the red zone. Ah, no survivors." <laughs> so thank you, Patrick, for that feedback. That was a <laughs> laugh out loud moment. <laughs> that that was pretty good. Yes. Uh, Brian Keating says, I saw this one with my family at an old run-down double feature theater in Genoa City, Wisconsin. I remember my brother was on home on on leave from the Air Force, and it was the first time in a while we had been together as a whole family. Anyway, I remember loving it. It's just a perfect kids movie full of optimism and having a can-do attitude. I watched it again a few years ago on Netflix. I oh, wish it was still on, on that. No, oh. it's not now. Oh. It's not Man. now. Uh, but uh, a few years ago apparently it was. And actually found it a little and found it a little annoying as an adult. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, though, I'd say it raised nostalgic, since most people who have seen it as a kid have great memories of it. Thank you so much for that, Brian. That's awesome. Uh, Eric Purcell says a friend of mine that recently passed away. Went to space camp, and he would still break out his spacesuit every year. His parents uh, purposely ordered it much larger, knowing that knowing that this was a likely outcome. Uh, smiley face. So, R.I.P. Chris. Thanks for sharing that memory, Eric. That's really I'm sad that he's no longer with us, but thank you for sharing that. Uh, Michael Withers says. I remember the extreme disappointment in realizing that I'd never get to fulfill my dream of becoming an astronaut because other kids got such a head start. <laughs> 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 I, I would be curious to know if, if there's a higher percentage of kids that go to space camp become astronauts than kids that don't.
0: I would um, think so, but that doesn't mean that kids that don't can't.
1: Oh, sure. Become. I, I realize that I, it'd just be interesting to know if that really gives you a true head start or not like in your astronaut application I went to space camp oh get that guy in right away or get no, that guy I in don't right think away. so <laughs> finally Steve Hamilton's uh left us some feedback of a video and uh it, to contextualize this a little bit um remember that face that Facebook st- space camp has lots of Star Wars references in it and here Uh, Steve left left us a video clip of someone referencing a very iconic moment from episode three, uh, which was, what
2: was that one called?
1: The Revenge of the Sith. So here's that video. No. (laughs) It's a very cute kid in a Darth Vader costume saying, no. Um, And that's about how I felt when we when you all voted this movie up. (laughs) So let's use that as our transition to our dislike section of space camp. I will start us off by saying, I really liked when Max said, I'm going to go out. I'm going to be the one to do this. And then I felt like he totally ruins it with his star Wars lines. And then just, extra ruins it by flipping out and going back on his bravery. That was really frustrating to me. I know you guys like the Star Wars lines. I'm a fan of Star Wars. For whatever reason, the way he they quoted it in this movie, I think how Kevin did it to sort of bring Max back from the edge, that fit. But all his other Star Wars lines, like, I'm here, rescue you, princess, and all this, I'm like, oh, my gosh, kid, you are so lame right now. Stop it. <laughs> Um, you're making me not like you, so I didn't like that about Max. I'll leave it there for now. Uh, Marcus, what's something you didn't like about this movie?
2: Um, do you remember when uh, they tr- Andy tried to get the uh, the oxygen tanks? Yeah, and her helmet couldn't fit through this. Uh, I, like, yeah, what is it like this this metal? The around sort of, the yeah, the lattice, yeah, metal, the lattice metal, metal, yeah, yeah, and then you know they put Max into this uh same space suit, uh-huh. just you know, teared it down so he can't be this little guy fit in this. Yep. But the helmet was the same size, yeah. And suddenly, when Max was out there, the helmet fit uh, totally fit through this. this Thank thing. you. And I'm like, wow, how did that work?
1: Exactly. <laughs> so, Thank you. So. Yes, that was something I didn't like either. <clears throat> In fact, that was actually my tragic maker, <laughs> Marcus. You totally hit on it. I hate it so much that Max's width, even though he's shorter, his width is still the same as what Andy's would be. And yet he fits through the, the bars to grab the... Barely. So, so I let it go. No, no, no. Not barely. He's like, oh, yeah, easy. I got this now. He didn't right. say that, but... <clears throat>
2: It was like flying through almost. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, oh. I was like, uh, I was kind of like, um, yeah. So,
1: <laughs> so that is a low bar for you. That is a high bar for me. That's fine. Um, uh, Paul, what's something you didn't like about this movie? As much as that I love the 80s references, I thought the they
0: used too many 80s vocal musics. Really? Like one, I only
1: remember w- like one. That's interesting.
0: I remember at least three. So the first time was cool. The second time was like, okay. The third time, I was like, come on. It would be much better to just use instrumental. Mm. So it, it, it I don't know, it, blasting 80s music. I, like every time he drove his Jeep, it was like, <laughs> and then he turned it off.
1: <laughs> and it's like,
0: okay, I got it the first time, but just kind
1: of annoyed me. Well, speaking of instrumental. I didn't really This – I'm sorry. This wasn't something I put on, but I didn't really care for John Williams' score. What did you guys think of it, though?
0: I didn't think it was memorable. I didn't think it was bad.
2: It was not his best, let's say. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in a, they are so iconic. John Williams' scores are so yeah. iconic. I mean, if yeah. you think of Indiana Jones, Star Wars, mm-hmm. um, you know, and this was kind of like, yeah – it's kind of there. like a
1: paycheck score. Like, uh, I need to but, eat, so yeah, I'll do space camp.
2: Right. I, oh. I need to buy another house. I like that. <laughs> um,
0: I hope he didn't like, I just tried my best. It's not my fault. I can't hit a home run every time I go up to bat.
1: But, you know what? That's a good point. That's that's an unfair expectation. But, um, yeah, but we all have it for you, John. Yeah, Come on. Yeah, so You're the best,
2: you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um,
1: uh let's see let's go back to uh let's go back to marcus what's another thing you don't like
2: um you know i it was the teenage kissing scene on the car really um, oh what do you like about it i don't know it was kind of like it It was too cheesy okay. i would be honest with you it was a little bit too cheesy i was like yeah it's just like I know he tried to get the girl, but in this way, it was—I don't know—I didn't do it really. Mm-hmm. It could have I lived without it. I—I
0: I didn't see what she saw in him, bad boy. Because when she was talking, when Leah Thompson's character was talking with Trish, she was like, uh, "No, is not. You know, I don't. First of all, I don't have what guys want. Okay, that's a, a load of hogwash. But uh, <laughs> the." <laughs> She seemed very – she was very convincing that she was very disinterested. And then all of a sudden when she's on the flight simulator, she's like, well, you're trying too hard, wink, wink. And I'm like, where is this coming from? And so when they're on, I I get it. It seemed kind of
1: – Well, I have the – Paul, I mean, this goes back to her conversation with Tish, and she feels like she's the girl that no guys pay any attention to. And here is a guy that's paying attention to her. So I think there's that – that Element of oh wow, I'm actually gaining attention, I kind of like that, and wanting to reciprocate makes sense to me.
0: So, did you okay? So, that was well done to you, okay?
1: I wouldn't see, I wouldn't go that far, <laughs> <laughs> it it made sense, uh, certainly, but uh,
2: <laughs> it, it was just too fast. I mean, that's this whole thing like from one and the other oh, moment, she was yeah, like, Oh, that's wait. A good point. I'm interested in guys now. Uh all this other stuff is not important anymore and then I don't know.
1: <laughs> you know what? That, that's a really good point. That that because they're like um essentially uh yeah, she's so like committed to being the first mission commander and all of a sudden, oh, now there's a boy. Oh, let me think about that. And yeah, that that doesn't give the best the best impression of women to say, oh, well, if there's a boy involved, then all bets are off, because I don't think that's really the case. Right. Um, though, women listeners, if you disagree, by all means, let us know. If you're like, no, once boys are involved, then I don't have any more dreams of, for myself. Okay. Or maybe you're reading <laughs> too much into it. Maybe, yes. Maybe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Paul, let's go back to you. What's something else you didn't like?
0: Um, and this is a very minor note, but uh, uh uh maybe I don't know. <laughs> Andy's uh Kate Capshaw her southern accent seems to disappear as the movie progresses and it comes back yeah. every now and then. It was kind of weird, but I I didn't think it was a a good southern accent throughout the movie.
2: Marcus, did you notice that she had a southern accent? You know what? I noticed that in the beginning, she had a really like, really like tough, hard one, oh, and yeah. then, and then yeah, it, it it went on and off throughout the movie.
1: Yeah, um,
2: I honestly it, didn't know she had. It's uh, <laughs> reminded me a little bit on Robin Hood with Kevin Costner. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: There's
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the British accent, and suddenly he became American, and then British again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> kind of like that,
1: <laughs> right? Wow, so, that's yeah. Apparently. Most of the time she was just normal, non-accented, because I didn't know she even had one. Um, Something else I didn't like, uh, not about accents at all. But um, going back to Max, because, oh, the wealth of dislikes of Max. But uh, What is with you (laughs) and Max? He wasn't rebellious. I know, but he was so annoying. Um, (laughs) What about it was annoying? Okay. Max starts off really annoying, then he gets better. He he actually grows and gets better. Jinx though stays really annoying the whole time. What he, he is such an unbelievable pos piece <laughs> piece of silicone, piece of silicone, guys. piece of software. <laughs> oh, silicone. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just the whole notion that he's like tele- telepathing with the NASA computer. What are you and talking that, about? Well, he like he. Uh, he just starts up the, the computer. How? Have you heard of How? remote start, control? Oh my! God. A bunch of computers like this that. Are not going to start off. This was back then.
0: Okay, dude, then, they have the latest what? in technology. Okay, d- wait, Twenty stop. million dollars, they had it. <laughs> you got to let your mind free. No, I don't.
1: Because yes, why you do. Would a, Why would a robot Did talking to you watch a war games to a computer? In English, they would not oh, do that. That was for they the audience. N- yes. You can do that all in subtitles or something. Do some like yes. beep boop thing and do subtitles. This of what's is not going, going to be easy. Or, <laughs> or some like someone walking in and then does an exposition about what they found this robot was doing or something like that. I just, yes, it was, it's it, fun. No, it's not fine. It bothered me a lot because, wow. because it's so unbelievable. Someone has their underwear tight. Would, would interact like that. And then the design of Jinx Robot. I think it's cool.
0: It's no. like a ball. Did you hate BB 8 too? I loved BB 8.
1: BB-8, BB-8 it's had, a ball. BB 8 was very lovable. Oh, Jinx was no. not lovable at all. It looked like. Oh, I totally it looked, disagree. It looked like some fat dude with a really boys. skinny head. That's what it looked
0: oh, like. Oh, so now you're body shaming. <laughs> oh, okay.
1: No. Which is horrible because I was in that situation long That's ago. That's why you did so. it like it.
0: reminds them of you in your younger <laughs> days. You're projecting your your own self-hatred on this lovable little robot.
1: You found me out, Paul. That must be it. How, where do I send my check for this, uh, you this know uh, where. therapy consultation? <laughs> Pauljpowers.com. <laughs> oh my. Okay. Okay. Let me let me pull back a little bit. Um, Marcus, do you have anything else you didn't like?
2: Um, you know, I, I'm a little bit with you on Jinx. Uh, Thank Jinx. you. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, I
0: love uh, Jinx. I thought, uh, oh, go, go, for, go it. for it. Uh,
2: not that I, I hate Jinx, but uh, suddenly the robot becomes a personality, and like a personality that acts by himself yeah i don't know if i if i believe it's that so artificial
0: much, intelligence know? it's not it's programmed uh, that way uh,
2: he's
1: borderline <laughs> sentient and that seems very unbelievable uh, it right. wasn't to me but
0: okay um <laughs> everything so, that he said it could be programmed everything <laughs> every action that he did can be programmed
1: but who's programming him
0: a lot of people there's nasa and then but then, then he's making his max own choices. adds on to the his
2: coding I
1: can, that is true he does do some of that but
2: he does and i and i believe a little bit that artificial intelligence can you know that machines can learn or like that which uh, was shown in the terminator <clears throat> but yeah um, <laughs>
0: there you go it's the <laughs> beginning of skynet <laughs>
2: yeah. but um but um you know like i I kind of like that was a little bit too much for my taste. I I would have titted out a little bit and made uh-huh. it a little bit more realistic. I I don't yeah. know how, but uh, just a little bit. Okay. a little bit too much personality.
1: <laughs> Agreed. Um, let's see, Paul, do you do you have uh, what's one more thing you you didn't like, and then I'll rapid fire some of mine before um, we get to our. Unfortunately,
0: occurs. I think some of the special effects. I know it was an '80s movie. But they don't hold up some of the I guess the blue screen or the green screen, I don't know what they use. But it, in some scenes, it, it was distracting as parts of their hair were cut off in some like seconds, and then right back, then it appeared back again in a, really? another second. Oh, I didn't. Yeah,
1: know so. was this when they're? I'm sorry, maybe I missed you saying this, but was this when they inside the spatial and like doing zero yeah. G- gs essentially?
0: um yeah yeah, some of it yeah but it was mainly in the space shuttle yeah okay
2: did you notice that much marcus yeah there was some um special effects i mean this was after star wars and star wars was really like you know high class special Mm -hmm. effects back then it felt kind of like cheap yeah yeah agreed especially like the the shuttle scenes and all this um yeah it wasn't state of the art i mean you know, it's it. It didn't bother me too much because mm. it has a little bit of a cheesy feel. Yeah,
1: yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just there. <laughs> yeah. Um. Cool. Uh, one more thing I didn't like uh, before we get to uh, our tragic makers is I just I don't understand why Andy uh gives Andy, <laughs> you Goonie <laughs> the the main the main girl Cape Capshaw. Gives mission commander to Kevin, um, oh, yeah. because he—I mean—he could care less. Why give it to him over so he
0: can grow? No, but and then but it's mainly so that Catherine, who wants to be commander, understands the vital roles of everybody in there. Okay, so that, that actually sh-
1: that makes more sense. Okay, but but then that that caused her to then try to take over Rudy's job. And other people's jobs. So I don't know if that. Well, that that was her
0: character, not not Andy's
1: decision. No, I think Andy programmed her, much like the programmers of Jinx. Oh, stop it. That's what it was. Yeah. (laughs) Um, It's all a big conspiracy. (laughs) Exactly. Where's my tinfoil hat? Uh, (laughs) All right, guys. Let's talk about the things we hated most about Space Camp. Marcus, what's the thing you hated most? The Morse code
2: scene. That was really annoying. And only because, like, they all had this whole like panel, and this was this one light, and nobody sits there. I'm like,
1: yeah, that did. It seemed like every station. I'm sure in a situation like that, they're going to have someone at every station.
0: Yeah, but even then, they may not notice the like what what. It's probably a malfunctioning light behind the button. Mm.
2: Yeah, but I was like, if that blinks like that. You know, it's like all the time. Then mm-hmm. got. There's something wrong, right? Yeah, you gotta, exactly. I mean, Some see, there's something wrong with it. And then again, the robot figures it out. That was kind of like annoying too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought that was great. <laughs> no, he no. saves the day. Not only does he, is he responsible for for helping him into space, but he's also plays a part in bringing him back by finding the uh, the, the Morse code.
1: Oh, so you're in the camp of. If you want if to you, be a hero, you should cause trouble and then be the one who saves the people from the trouble.
2: That's
1: right. Oh my, gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. A
0: little mischief here, and then let's save the people from it. Wow.
1: They all love it. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, the thing, uh, so... That's what you didn't like the most, Marcus. I'm totally on board with that. We already went over the thing I hated most, which again was um, Max getting through those bars when Andy couldn't. Paul, all what right. did you hate most about well, Space First
0: Camp? of all, Marcus, I'm not treating you to a can of oil. <laughs> But the thing I hate most about space camp is the admission costs. It's so expensive. First, it's all the way across the country. It's hard to get to. Then the prices are outrageous. How is a, a poor little boy supposed to achieve his dreams of come, you know, going to space camp? Are you kidding costs me with that this, much? Paul? Yes. Okay, the main thing that I didn't like most is I thought the the character of Kevin was so much of a jerk um. that he was too much for me it wasn't redeemable so when he's yelling at at max to stay away from him yeah and then he comes sits by him by the bus even as a kid i was like why is he why is max smiling at him i would be like dude you said to stay away from you you know why are you sitting next to me get away from me and then the whole thing where when even when he's talking on the on the thing like um luke use the force first Mm -hmm. of all it's a bad alec and a now Guinness business, impression. Yeah. But second of all, even as a kid, I would be like, you, you're talking to me again. You said to stay away. Like, what are you doing? He was so much of a jerk to me that he wasn't redeemable. I know, yeah. As as a girl, which I'm not, if you find (laughs) him attractive, that may be one thing. But as a guy, I need a little more substance, a little more character behind that. So you need to, you have to have some charm besides looks going into this, and it can't be, um, you know, cut off at the knees at the beginning of the movie so much that I can't trust him later.
1: Yeah, you hear that, Rachel Green? You hear that? What does Ross Geller have to do with this? He plays Joshua, one of Rachel's flings, on uh, when Ross and Rachel are off again. And,
2: right. I don't remember. Right, this. he was in Friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: True. Oh, is he?
0: Oh, that's where I know him from. Oh, yeah. oh, Okay, references. Gotcha. Falling okay, in place. this <laughs> guy from Space Camp was in the TV show Friends.
1: Okay, exactly. follow in now. <laughs> okay,
2: good. Totally forgot about that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had the same thing where I'm like, where do I know you? And so I IMDB'd. Oh, yeah, that's right. IMDB'd too. I couldn't find where I knew him. Oh. <laughs> from. Oh, <laughs> uh, very My cool, guys. My IMDB skills are not as good as yours. Apparently not. <laughs> uh, all right, so now that we've entered all our firing information into the targeting computer, Alice, do have a firing solution for us. Oh. Firing solution complete.
2: Rating salvo at the ready on your mark.
1: All right, do we rate Space Camp? A classic we'd recommend anyone go out and see this whether or not you've seen it before or not. Whether or not yeah, whether or not you've seen it before. A nostalgic, we'd only recommend this to people who have seen it before and, like, have fond memories of it. It's definitely worth seeing, if, if so. But if you haven't seen it before, eh, seek something else. Or a tragic, if you haven't seen this, don't pick it up. And if you think you remember this movie fondly, just leave those memories intact. Don't sully them with a rewatch. So how do we rate Space Camp? Let's start with our guest, Marcus.
2: Um... Nostalgic. I'm still nostalgic. Still nostalgic. I okay. I think that's the best.
1: Well, you know what? What could be better? No, Tragic? No. Maybe.
2: How is that better? <laughs> that sounds worse. <laughs> no, it sounds worse. No, nostalgic. I think is.
1: All right. All right. Fine, Marcus. You can have nostalgic. Uh, Paul, how do you rate Space Camp?
0: Okay. First of all. I liked this uh, when I was a kid growing up. Um, I think we had it on VHS or taped it off HBO, one of those things. Oh, cool. But I haven't seen it in like 25 years. Oh, wow. Something. Really? So it's
1: been that long. Okay.
0: I, oh, yeah. It's been so long since I've seen this. So I I really was hoping it would be good. But then after talking to you, Francisco, and my dad and a couple other people are like, oh, no. I'm like, <laughs> oh. But we watching it for the first time in a long time I absolutely loved it I thought it was oh, so fun and I was up I felt like I was up there with them in space and having like oh no what? I, I, even though I knew what was going to happen it was still dramatic and it still held the tension and I was still you know rooting for them and it was a fun adventure so I rate this a classic I think of
1: course you do yeah
0: <laughs>
1: well don't tip your hand Wait, oh, wait, no, no, wait, Paul. Oh, yes. Oh, you're, you're such a kidder. Uh you got me. You got me. You, you're, this is really, you're rating this nostalgic, right? You're, you just making me think no. it's No,
0: no, this, I rate this a classic. I
1: recommend anyone <laughs> go out and see this movie.
0: Oh, my
1: gosh. All right. I'm not going to uh, be around the bush now that I know that that's the idiom and not some other thing. I rate this movie a tragic. I just, really? <laughs> I what did it's well, besides All the you things I enjoy it? No, it was not enjoyable. Oh. Uh if I want to quote Star Wars, I'll watch Star Wars. I won't quote this movie. Oh, um I thought it was great. Uh, okay. <laughs> um it's just it was not it was not fun. I I mean, there are definitely good things about it. I'm not saying it's the worst movie ever, but it's it wasn't something I'd ever want to see again. It was,
0: oh, a lot I, of the characters annoyed I me. I was disappointed afterward that's not
1: available on Blu-ray yet. <laughs> wow. Um, so unfortunately, that's a draw. But because we have some awesome patrons uh, who are at the uh, Rewind or Republic level, which I think is just so you contribute $2 to the show via Patreon, you get to have a vote as well. And we got a classic vote and a nostalgic vote from a couple of those patrons. So given that, there's two classics, two nostalgics, one tragic. I th- uh, I'm i not and sure to call this, tree. if this should be disputed nostalgic or disputed tragic. I think my, my tragic brings it down to nostalgic. So I think we're going to have to call Space Camp a disputed nostalgic movie. Okay. So, unless, do you want to, File a formal complaint. No, 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 first mate.
0: No, no, I, I was about to, but th- no, that makes sense because the, the Patreon's vote isn't as strong as the, the
1: co-hosts. Uh, yeah. So I therefore, mean, it brings. Yeah, yeah. If if they had if they had had a, a a clincher at one of those like classic, if there are two, one more classic, then it would have been yeah, dispute classic. But um, right, 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 right. All right. So we will. So thank you, patrons, for voting. You you saved <laughs> us from having to rate this a draw, um, and we rate Space Camp a disputed nostalgic movie. If uh, if you've seen this before, yeah, go check it out again. It's you'll it, cost you sixty bucks to buy the DVD on Amazon. Enjoy that twenty um, <laughs> bucks on some. You can buy
0: right. the the twenty uh, the two pack. With war games for, for $47. forty seven
1: dollars, great! Whoa. That's what that expensive. That's wow. the price I saw. I, oh really? I yeah. saw
0: twenty. I got mine for twelve on eBay, and it was the, it was the Australian version. Really? And <laughs> yeah, and it didn't come with subtitles, and it was like it wasn't the full six forty resolution. It was like five seventy or something. So it was cool, a little that. bit grainy. Oh, so I'd recommend to stay away from the Australia unless you're Australian. Well, yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> Maybe it's the PAL NTSC conversion or something. Maybe I don't think so though. But anyway, anyway. So, all right. Now we let's go to our feedback section. Alice, will you please bring up the commsats? Comsat online, receiving incoming transmission. All right, we have uh, some nice feedback from some of our listeners. First, uh, Deb Powers, who has been a previous guest host. Deb left us a very nice review of one of the commentaries that Paul and I have done. Uh, She says, "Uh, Paul and Francisco, last night I went to the Patreon bonus link and Dad and I watched Clue to your commentary. It was so fun. I haven't seen the movie in so long. I admit I missed some of it. I want to hear it again more closely next time. Great job on the trivia and on the entertainment factor. By the way, Francisco, Mr. Green is straight. Being gay was just a cover. And Paul, the dog that almost bit Mr. Body is a Doberman pincher, different from the two German shepherds at the beginning. Such a great movie. Thanks for the wonderful commentary. So glad I'm a patron and got to, and got to hear it. And we're so glad you're a patron too, Dev and, I, I just love that you enjoyed that commentary. It was I remember, I remember it being fun for me and Paul to do. Uh, Paul, what were you going to say? Yeah. Did you think that Mr. Green wasn't gay? I, there was some question. I like asked you, do you think he was gay pertaining to be straight so he wouldn't have to lose his clearance uh, on security grounds? Or do you think he just said he was gay so he could just like, infiltrate Mr. Body or something and have that be like the... The thing he yeah. blackmails him with. Well, yeah. it depends on which ending. I suppose <laughs> that's true, yes. Good point. Um, so thank you again, Deb, for that. That was really awesome to hear. Uh, then uh, Diego Avila, who's at a Latino lawyer on Twitter, he says, I smile every time I hear someone use the term the aughts. Way to go, Francisco, on the City Slickers oh, nice. episode. And I, I remember saying that. I don't remember why I said it, but... It's usually in reference to a year, right? Well, yeah, the two thousands from two thousand yeah. two thousand nine. Yeah, but I or mean, nineteen hundreds. In the context of the episode, I don't remember where I said it, but yeah. you're very welcome. I I ought to say it more. Uh, 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 uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, and if you want to leave us feedback on this episode or any other, the best places to do it are on the comment section for the episode honestly oh let me let me straight you with you rarely do people leave a comment in the comment section we will see those if you do um, but actually probably the, a, a better place to leave comments is by joining our joining our Facebook group which just go facebook.com slash group slash retro rewind podcast um, but any place on social media Paul will tell you all the different places here in a bit uh, but thank you for sending us your feedback. It's always great to hear from you, our awesome listeners. Uh, some announcements, uh, before we close up shop here. Um, as always, go to retro rewind com slash cast your vote. Uh, there you can vote on the movies you want us to cover. Uh, Paul and I are in talks of changing a little bit from maybe five movies you vote on to four. I mean, you can still vote on all the movies, but we'll only do blocks of four, uh, and to make room for doing. Another thing, we're still, we're still finalizing, but uh, we'll let you know that as soon as possible. But if we were to close voting today on the next four or five movies, they would be Tron, Newsies, Spirited Away, Robin Hood, which is the Disney Robin Hood. Robin mm. Hood and Little John Running Through the Forest. <clears throat> that Ooh, one. What day? And Remember the Titans. So another big Disney block. <laughs> wow. Um, So if you don't like Disney or just don't like those movies, vote them down. You can vote on as many movies as you want. You just get one vote per movie. Um, Vote up and down movies. In that block, I don't care. I vote any of them up or down. I don't care. There's none of those that I wouldn't like to see. So uh, the next thing I want to mention is that we're going to hopefully, hopefully this becomes a thing. It's still still in the beginning stages, but we're going to start. Doing a more gaming streams on YouTube, either of retro games or retro-like games. Uh, one of the last ones we did was I played the game FTL Faster Than Light, and Paul Paul joined me and was like in the video to commenting and asking about the game while while I sort of played through, and that was a lot of fun. I was fun doing that with you, Paul. Yeah. Uh, it was. So I would probably be doing some of that with Paul, some of that with my brother Kitos. Um, Maybe just doing some by myself. But uh, go to youtube.com slash Retro Rewind Podcast and subscribe to our YouTube. And uh, and then you'll be able to you know get any videos we post there. We post other things too. Um, But if you enjoy watching game videos, check us out. With that, we have just about reached our last nav point and the end of the episode, but not the end of the show. Much like a level in Star Fox or, uh, you know, discovering that there's this space station above your head that you didn't know was there and wasn't in any of the previous writing of the script, uh, there is bonus content to discover. Uh, You don't need a cheat code. Uh, You just need to become one of our patrons on Patreon for as little as $1 an episode. And you'll get our new tubes and 1.21 game watts. We had a fun round of the movie game we just played, which was a lot of fun. Uh, pre- and post-show outtakes, movie commentaries like the one Deb mentioned on Clue. We also have one on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze. Um, Lots of fun extra content for being a patron and hope you consider being one. And thank you again to everyone who is one of our patrons. And now before we head back to Navpoint Omega, Paul, take it away.
0: All right, next time we'll be going back to the year 1992 for the movie Aladdin But until then, you can find us on theretrojunkies.com. Listen to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Support us through Patreon and PayPal. And follow us on Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, Facebook. and But, you know, mainly just uh, retrorewindpodcast.com. And if you want to find me specifically, you can go to pauljpowers.com, where I have all my social media links. Awesome.
1: Thank you so much, Paul. Thank you for being an awesome friend, awesome co-host, the awesomest, friend and awesome co-host and just okay that you like jinx um oh wow (laughs) i like you too (laughs) but i also want to say a special thank you to marcus lineker for being on the show for the first time is so great having you here marcus um yeah where can our oh absolutely (laughs) absolutely um where can our our listeners find you online and is there anything you'd like to
2: promote Oh yeah. Um, we have been two, actually we having three new movies in Whoa. um, coming out or in development. Um, uh-huh. the first one is fear, love and Agoraphobia, uh-huh. which, uh, features Loy Petty from uh point break, oh, uh, cool. league of their own the tank girl. And I think orange is the new black is her newest show. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah, we're actually um, premiering this this film at the Hollywood Real Film Festival. Oh, nice! Uh, which actually, Lori Petty won um, Best Supporting Actress, which is really oh, really wow. cool for
1: for the Fear Love and Agoraphobia
2: for for her role in that uh, nice. in that film, which was uh, very very cool. Um, and we actually are nominated for the People's Choice Award wow. in this festival, um, and in in the second half of this year, we have a film coming out that's called Christmas Eve, which is a very different Christmas movie. <laughs> it's a Christmas thriller. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, uh, starring Adrian Paul, the Highlander, which oh. was uh, kind of like a dream for me because I'm a big Highlander fan. And um, oh, I fine. always wanted to work with Adrian and he's just a wonderful actor and a wonderful m- full guy. Oh, that's um, cool. Was that Highlander
1: the, the TV show or the movies? The TV show. Oh, okay, the okay. TV show,
2: you know. Um, he was Duncan McLeod, I assume? He was Duncan McLeod. Okay. He, he was actually the coolest Highlander. For me, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, we also had Eric Close, uh, who was in Nashville, uh, American Sniper. And uh, without a trace, um, we had him in the movie. He was also a wonderful actor, a wonderful uh, uh, friend now. Nice. Uh, so that, that's the movies that are done. And then we're developing a, a really cool uh country music drama. Ah, and okay. you will probably think why doesn't Austrian uh make a country <laughs> music drama? Um it's kind of funny, right? Uh but <laughs> um we, we, we got this wonderful script and um we're working on it uh really hard right now it's probably Um, We want to shoot it in um, in the fall, but Uh it will come out. And um, we have already a little bit of a cast. We have uh, Reese Thompson, who is a wonderful Canadian actor, who was in Rocket Science, and uh, he was actually Anna Kendrick's first on-screen kiss. Oh,
1: (laughs) really? Which is
2: kind of cool. Um, So that's our that's our projects that we're working on right now or have finished. Um, so yeah check it out Um, you can also uh, find me on on Twitter um, or on on uh, Facebook under Marcus Lineker just uh, Google Marcus Lineker and I'm sure my name comes up very cool
1: (laughs) and uh, let's see so it reminds the names of the movies again Fear, Love and Agoraphobia Fear,
2: Love and Agoraphobia The Road Ahead and Christmas Eve and Christmas Eve
1: Awesome. So, yeah, be on the lookout for those. And thank you again, Marcus. It is a pleasure having you on the show.
2: Thank you so much. That was really, really fun. Awesome. I appreciate
1: it. Yeah, that. it's yeah, great totally. to have you. Uh, okay. Let's see. And so, as much fun as it was to have Marcus on the show, and as much as we appreciate him, we really, really appreciate you, listener, for like listening to this show, subscribing, supporting it, sharing the podcast with your friends. It's we. I mean, it'd be fun for me and Paula to do this on our own if no one listened, but it makes it really, really cool that there are people out there listening to the show. I
0: mean, this is like the greatest thing since the X-Wing fighter.
1: Is that a space camp reference?
2: Yeah, that's what he says when they
0: (laughs) enter the... Anyway, Uh, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I'm sorry. I thought
1: you liked Star Wars. Not those references from that kid. (laughs) <laughs> but I do like you, listeners. Um,
0: <laughs> Roger
1: Commander. As Alarm I'm... the laser guns. May <laughs> the force be with you. Oh, my gosh. But like a Pokemon trailer, we got to catch y'all later on the next episode of the Retro Rewind podcast. Retro Rewind mission complete. Proceed to Nap Point
0: Omega and return to base. Yeah.
1: I suppose you're going to say the four should be with me, Paul.
0: I was going to say, you know, something like Paul and Francisco friends forever, but you don't (laughs) like the jinx. So there goes that. (laughs)